dog people. Welcome to another episode of the Rocker Dog Podcast. The one and only show that talks to popular musicians about their dogs and the value these creatures bring to their lives. I'm your host, Tim Dill, along with my valued companion, Charlie. And today we are beyond thrilled to welcome 2024 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominee and overall legendary rock and guitar icon, Mr. Peter Frampton who will be kicking off his 18-city Never Ever Say Never tour this Sunday, March 3rd, in Greensboro, North Carolina. And this is his service-ready Rocker Dog. My dog is a doodle, but he's a golden doodle, but he came out black. So his mother, his mother was the standard poodle and she was all muscle and totally black and white. So the color obviously comes from her and his name is Bigsby because he's he's big, but Bigsby is musical. It's the name of a gadget we use on guitars, like a tremolo arm. Okay. So those who are musically inclined and, and play guitar electric will most likely know what why I called it Bigsby, him Bigsby, but he's 58 pounds. They'd like him to be uh, my trainers, uh, his trainers. Well, no, I, I get trained too. Right. <laughs> I'm the one that needs the training, not him. <laughs> and uh, so we, we'd like him to be over 60 pounds because he is my service dog. So right. he can hold my weight and I have a harness that goes over him that when we go out walking or we go shopping or something, then I have a cane in my right hand and I'm holding on to him with my left hand. And he's still in final training, but he's going to be three April 12th. And he was one of 13 puppies. Wow. Um, What happened was when he was born, he was trained for a few months. And then I think at about five or six months, maybe earlier, he came to live with me and unfortunately we, he was still a puppy, you know, mm-hmm. right. The difference between six months, uh, any dog and two and a half is mammoth. I mean, right. They go through preschool, <laughs> primary school, junior school, and then they go to high school. And now he's, he's on his way out of college. Right. (laughs) He's ready for the real world almost. He's right for the real world. So by the time he's between two and a half and three, they calm down even more. And he he couldn't be any more uh, lovable and and gentle, uh, bright, sensitive. I mean, and I'm not talking about a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love this dog to death. It's, it's just the best. And right now I live alone and therefore his partnership in, in our, in our living here is, is he's the biggest, pa- best pal I could ever have, you know? Yeah, I can imagine. Well, we don't, we all know how that is. I mean, man's best friend yes. really does. It's uh, beyond the cliche and lives up to the billing yeah. in more ways than one. I often start the podcast with context around you know, why did you get this dog? And I think we all know that answer. Yes. You know, going back to 2019, you went public mm-hmm. that you um, were diagnosed with IBM, which is inclusion body myositis. Right. And if Bigsby comes around roughly a year and a half, two years later, tell mm-hmm. me about when did the idea of a service dog come up? 
you know, who brought it up and kind of what was your reaction? You know, I can't remember. It, it was probably my children. I, I, I give them all the credit for this. When I first got him, I didn't finish the story there. We were out on a walk and he fell into my, the back of me and knocked me down. Unfortunately, I broke my ankle. And oh my um, yeah, so the kids took him away from me. So luckily, the trainers here in Nashville, who are family now, and Karen and George, he, he basically went up there to back up to the farm, which is about 45 minutes from me here in Nashville. And basically, the trainers said they didn't want me to have him back until he was two because of the situation. Right. And so, you know, I've only had him back a few, a couple of months and it's, it's, it's incredible. He is so well-trained and so bright, you know, whatever I drop, he picks up for me. You know, it's pretty incredible what they can yeah. do. Well, what's incredible to me is it's, I've got a golden doodle and he's a mini, so he's only 20 pounds, but, right. and I've seen the videos, you know, I've done the research and it's just like, I have to shame the poor dog. It's like, look, look. You're not living up to your potential. My dog's not living <laughs> up to his potential. But what I'd love to hear about is it's such intense training. And I don't know if you're aware of this show. It was called Pick of the Litter. I think it was on Disney Plus, but it was about no, the journeys these, these yes. service dogs take on. And it is not easy. It's an intense training course and a lot don't make it. You know, it's almost like the, you know, the Green Beret, you know, of the yes. army, like, you know, 40 go in and 10 come out. Yeah. Um, so what can you tell me a little bit about his training? Like you were just, you just started to say that, you know, he picks stuff up for you, but what are you looking to get out of it in the end? What is he going to do for you? Doodle team six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Special ops, doodle team, six. special ops, doodle. Uh, <laughs> well, he can turn, if I have the foot switch for lights, not that I need that right now, but he can turn them lights on and off for me. Uh, he can open the fridge, get, get a drink out for me. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. He heals with me without, doesn't have a leash on, and I can just tell him to H-E-A, I can't say it right now, and he'll stick to me like glue. And then as soon as I stop, he sits down, you know, so he's, um, well, obviously he has the, <clears throat> the big harness that yep. he's not thrilled with wearing, but once, once it's on, uh, he knows he's working, and that's the beauty of everything he does. Um, in the training, they use the name more than we would in a general pet. We'd say, okay, come on, boy, or come on, girl. Yep. Well, mm -hmm. the training is his name. His name is the alert that he's on duty. He'll be mid-scratch, mid-food, mid, -food, mid If I need him, and I say it in that particular way that I say it, He'll drop everything and come straight to me and, and sit next to me. He can also, um, he's trained for this. I haven't done it with him yet, but if I were to fall, uh, which is a unfortunate byproduct of this disease, I haven't in a while, touch wood. And um, if I'm laying down, I just, I say H-E-L-P, you know, his name first, yep. loud. He will come, lay down next to me, put his arm over my his back, and lift me up onto my knees, and then I hold onto his back, and I right. get up. So, wow. I mean, I have done that with him. Uh, we haven't done that in a while, but... I saw well, you, you I, shared a video of a woman who had a, a service dog. It opened doors for her, refrigerator doors, right. you know, retrieved and delivered things. One of the things I wanted to ask you, too, is you, you need to be trained as well. Is that yes. correct? Because you, oh, yes. you, it's funny, you said you had a post, you know, that Bigsby's in the house. I, I got the impression that he would visit you periodically as he was being right, trained. Right. 
Yes. And you said, now I've got to catch up and learn my lines. Exactly. Um, <laughs> because they had to keep saying to me, say his name first. Yeah. Because you don't normally do that. You know, maybe when you're calling them, they're outside or whatever. Um, I've got a lovely backyard here. And um, when I let him out, you know, he'll go berserk. You know, he'll go talk with the dogs at the end of the end of the backyard there over the fence. He'll he'll chase squirrels, which is his favorite thing to do. Hasn't caught one yet. And then, you know, if I say his name and come, he'll again stop barking, do whatever he was doing, playing. And he'll come straight in the doggy door and then sit there and wait for me. So, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Now, there is a very real possibility he could have flunked. You know, if he yeah. wasn't coming along, progress wasn't coming along. What was the backup plan just to go like was did Bigsby come to you from a service that who brought him to? No, you? no. Uh, I, I actually it's funny. I I look for a, a trainer to see what I was getting myself into. And I just happened upon Canine Companions Nashville. And it's um, uh, Karen and George are the the wonderful couple that I, I got hold of just by chance. And Karen's been training dogs since she was like, before she was a teenager, I think. And so I, I lucked out. And I said to her, well, how do we go? You know, that's my next question. How do we find the right one? She said, well... The lady that I was working with as a breeder in California has just moved down the street from me here. I can't believe it. I said, you're kidding me. We have used multiple of her her puppies. So when his mother gave birth to 13 pups, they invited me to come and choose. But uh, Karen just said, it's this one. It's the biggest. <laughs> He's got to be big. Because yeah. he's got to support your weight. So I got the biggest one. And a, a lot of the others have not come anywhere near his size. So they pretty much knew that uh, the combination of the two, the breeder who was many, many years doing this mm -hmm. uh, with Karen, uh, she figured that there was no need for a backup plan at this point. They, right. they would have let me know along the way, I'm sure. We would have gone and stuck, gone back to square one, I'm sure. But there was no need, thank goodness. He's just the most chill dog you'll ever wish to. All he wants is his stomach rubbed when he's not working. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think my uh, dog shares that trait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's been great following on social media because you, you kind of bring us along on this journey with, with Bigsby. And you had a post uh, back in September of 2021, saying it's like having a new baby. And this must have been yeah. one of his visits. And he yes. said the first night he slept and I stayed up all night worrying if he was okay. <laughs> That's right. I did. I like, did. What, Go ahead. What were you worried about? I don't know. I, I'm now uh, living living alone for a while now. And then all of a sudden, I'm, hey, I visit my grandchild, but I, I leave. Yeah. <laughs> but, but. Uh, I'm now responsible for another living creature, and it just—I was nervous. I was nervous. How are we gonna? How's this gonna work out? You know. So I wasn't that worried, but but I I did keep waking up and making sure he was there. You know, waking him up to make sure he was okay. Right. <laughs> anyway. Was he sleeping on the bed, or was he crate trained at this point? Or well, he. He does all of all of the above. He was crate trained. He'll go in and out of his crate. If uh, if if I ask him to just wait there for an hour or something, he's fine with that. 
But generally now, I leave him out in the house when I go out for an hour just to go to the shops, you know, pick up some groceries or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, he starts on his little bed in my bedroom. Then he'll come up onto the bed. I do let him on the bed with me. Got a sheet over my because <laughs> we were watching washing my comforter like 90 times a week so yeah, I, um, I know that I, yes <laughs> i've seen i've seen that movie yeah and um so then he gets too hot and he'll just go and sleep on the on the the carpet right by the door so that he's got some cold air so okay but, uh, that's it now will he tour with you? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, I'm going to take him to rehearsals, but it would mean another person to help me. Apart from everyone's got their own job, you know how to look after me, the band, the gear, mm -hmm. whatever. It wouldn't. It would mean we'd have to have a dog wrangler. And I, I don't think being as big as he is, if it was your dog, yeah. this, you know, twenty pound smaller dog. I don't think it will be an issue, but he's huge, yeah. you know, and then on bus rides and things like that, we'd have to stop all the time and whatever. Yeah. So uh, I, t I love taking him in my, my car. Um, we go driving and stuff to visit people or do stuff, but I'm going to see how he goes at rehearsals. The whole band wants me to take him, right. you know, but, uh, <laughs> but um, it would just be, I don't really need any more on. I've got so much to concentrate on. Yeah. A little bit more than I used to because I have to make sure I'm okay each day. So I don't think it's going to be the right thing for me to uh, take him on the road. on a road trip on my own when I'm not. You know, that's something else. Yeah, we love to do that with him, but on the road, I don't think so. Okay, and even in rehearsal, you know, one of the things I noted down was, you know, when you see service dogs, they always have the little sign "Do not pet," which. I know why, you know, and I was just going to say, I don't know if, if, if he was going to go on tour, if you do meet and greets, like you have all these adoring fans that want to like mm -hmm. be in his face. But in the context of rehearsal, you know, can your bandmates, can oh, yeah, they I think, interact um, with him or, you know, how does, how does that yeah. kind of, that part I, I of it think go what away? I would, I think what I would do is have him in work mode until I get in there, have him meet everybody. And then because he's so chill he would meet everybody and then i would i would let people they're kind of family my band you know so yeah. he would be on duty at a moment's notice but off duty while we're working you know yeah. and you know the okay word is is the release and i never knew that so when i first started training when he would do something good i'd say okay right. <laughs> instead of good dog and you go oh, okay i'm i'm, I'm out of here yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's it definitely it's me that needs the training. I, I definitely got a D minus on my last lesson. <laughs> now, do you have to go? I mean, is this like a two hour session for you or what does your training involve? Um, well, they do in-house now with me okay. um, when when I'm on the road or if I'm on a, a, a trip, a week trip or something, publicity, whatever. Karen and, and George take him back up to the farm. Then they pick him up. Uh, I pick him up or they drop him off when I get back. Okay. And what is your history with dogs? I did a quick internet search and I saw you had a, uh, I think your most well-known was a German shepherd named Rocky. Yes. Yes. And it was that uh, back in the height of, you know, Peter yeah, Frampton got, comes alive and. Yeah. I got him before it came out. I think, I think I got him in like the winter of, or the summer of 75. Yes. Is that a good idea at the time? <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, I, I had a huge, 
area of land at that point it comes alive would have been out by then because I wouldn't okay. have had the house. <laughs> so but I had like I had 40 acres. So um he was he loved it, you know. And I don't I've always loved shepherds and he was a long hair. They're good service dogs as well. Yes, they are because they're also very bright. I mean yes. supposedly the poodle is one of the brightest. I think the truffle dog is even brighter. I forget the name of that. It's a hard word to say. I forget what they're called. Them. So yeah, very bright. And he's he's super intelligent. Yeah. Uh, and what about as a child growing up? Were you around dogs or yeah, did your family had, have dogs? Um, yes. We had a, a boxer. Mm -hmm. uh, he was actually a mix of a boxer and an out. We, we called them Alsatians because we couldn't stand in England saying the word German <laughs> in the German Shepherd, which yeah. is their true name. Yeah. You know, that's the name. But we changed it to Alsatian. So um, <laughs> I grew up thinking German Shepherds were called Alsatians. And um, so, uh, yeah, so he had a slightly longer snout, wasn't so uh, pushed in. Leo, Leo the lion. So he was. He was the family dog and just a great, lovely dog. You know, yeah. they're all great. They're all great. Yeah, I hear you there. I hear you there. Well, we end every show with these frivolous five questions. I happen to call the Zoomies. I know we were talking about Zooming and dog Zooming. Yes. Um, and the first question, I'm confident that in your entire career, in the thousands of interviews you've done, you've never been asked this question. <laughs> and it is, do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Oh, yeah. I have. Do you? Good. Yeah. Well, right, I kiss him on the nose and the snout, right. and sometimes his mouth gets in the way. And yeah, no, I mean, I, I and so be it. Yeah, I I love the dog, you know. Yeah, we don't that's, lick uh, each I, other. We, no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. But I always say that's the correct answer. Can't be afraid yeah. of uh, showing your affection. Yeah. Uh, question two: Given your career in music, could you give him a theme song? Is there a song out there that kind of personifies him? Or if he had walk up to, the, yeah, walk up to the plate music, what would it be? Oh, gosh. Well, I wrote a song for, for Rocky. It was Rocky's Hot Club. But that's his song. I, you know, that's a hard question to answer. Do you sing to him at all? I, I sing while he's in the room. Yeah, I don't necessarily do a performance for him. Right. I was going to say, oftentimes, I'm, I'm guilty of it, but whatever we hear on the radio... We'll sing it and then insert the dog's name as we sing it to them. Oh, I see. But that's oh, not a practice right. of yours. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I will do that. But, I mean, <laughs> I work out every morning. I have to work out. That's, we don't have a drug yet for IBM. So I work out six days a week, and <laughs> I have a little gym upstairs, and he joins me, and uh, he sleeps. We haven't got him to do the yoga yet, like those wonderful – uh, videos that you see online with the woman doing the yoga and the dog doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping for this, you know, but uh, so far, no good. He just well, sleeps. If he's anything like my doodle, that downward dog stretch. Yes. Like he's, he's, that's his, that's his go-to. Yes, absolutely. He, he does that every time he wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, question three, I, I know he's not going on tour with you, but should he go on tour with you in the future? What would you insist? What would he insist be on the tour rider for him? Oh, um, well, he likes doggy ice cream. Oh, really? Is that Hoggin. is that like a brand? Hoggin. I know. Is it? What is it? Hoggin. Okay. H-O-G-G-I-N. <laughs> That's they just told me, Karen and George told me that 
I said, well, what, what other treats? You know, I've got dog trainer treats and chewy sticks and yeah. the bone with the filled stuff in. He loves, he loves all that. But the ice cream is like, he like, he lifts off the ground as he's eating it. <laughs> he kind of floats through the room. As he, so I know he likes it. I love that. I got to look, I got to look into that. I'm sure my dog would love it. It's banana, peanut, and unbelievably bacon ice cream. So <laughs> I can see a dog liking that. Uh, question four. I know in your training, you don't do this, but have you ever used a dog voice? Like, do you go high pitch or head voice or baby voice, or do you have a distinct voice for the dog? Um, when I'm, um, he's used to women's high pitched voices telling him how good he is when he's done something correct. Right. So I generally have to go up an octave to when I'm <laughs> congratulating him. Yes, I do. That's that's there, you know, really? That's so funny. Yeah. I, I so, wouldn't imagine But I, I just, uh, he's used to like overly adoring fans because they want him to get it right, you know. So um, when they're training him, yeah, I just, it just goes up. Well, a no is low mm -hmm. and firm. You know, it's not it's not funny or anything. It's a no, and then you know the good boy, his name, good boy, whatever, is um, <laughs> is up there, and you know that yeah. kind. Of That's interesting. And last but not least, I know the answer to this, but let's give these guys the props they deserve. Is there a dog organization or service you'd like to give a shout out to? I have to thank Karen and George Duet at the Nashville What's canine companion nashville right um because they have uh looked after him as well as training he's lived with them for nearly a couple of years until he was more mature so that he wouldn't knock me over again they have been absolutely they have gone way above you know in everything they have done it, basically he has two homes now mm -hmm. because um he kind of became george's dog yeah and uh so now i've got him george had to get another dog <laughs> <laughs> but i i felt bad i felt so bad because i knew that you know he would fall into that being his home and then but he still knows me and goes, thank goodness he remembered me, you know, and went, went crazy when he saw me. So, but I have to thank them so much. You know, as I said, they come to the, my house, they pick him up, they take him. We're going on an outing next week, I think. We're going for a meal and a movie. Now, is this is this a training outing? Yes. Okay. With like seven other dogs and owners, you know, so. Oh, wow. We're going, we're team training. Yeah. So oh, that's interesting. I've never done this. So this is going to be so much fun. Yeah. I noticed when he passed his CGC, the canine good citizen test, a lot of that is about other dogs and distractions. So I, I, that's going to be a big test of being around other dogs and yes. know, all, the, all these distractions. Well, he has, he's trained around horses, cats, dogs, um, people, uh, not so much little tiny people, uh, because there weren't that many around up there. But he's a little wary of very small children that are smaller than him. Just it takes him a second or two. And then, of course, he's licking them and hugging them and, and everything <laughs> in five seconds. But yeah, he, he does he does really well. We did go to, uh, I've been to a shop. We went to Nordstrom's together with the trainers as well and with the harness. 
and um, he did really well. Again, it was to teach me more than anything else. There's right. elevator protocol with a service dog. You want to let everybody else on before you get on. You wait for everybody to get off and hold the door. You, right. know, so that you don't bother people. It's not for it's not for you and the dog. It's for them, for other yeah. people. You know, um, I want to be out of their way. But he did really well, and we we went to um, they have a cafe in Nordstrom here in Nashville, and we went. And in there, he just went to sleep at my feet, you know, it was wonderful. Just so cool. Yeah, I love it. I love hearing about it. And I, you know, like I said, what I've seen on your social media, he seems like such a sweet dog. And I know you described him as such. And uh, it's, it's really, it's really a great thing. Yeah, he really is. He's my buddy. Yeah, it's, it's hard not to cuddle with him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, since you brought that up, I did have a quote that you're, it said, I was supposed to be working out, but this kept happening. And it was you kind of cuddling with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the trainer's going, Peter, Peter, put that dog down. <laughs> Too funny. I have one last question. It just this just goes back to when I was doing my research and I'm plugging in your name and and a dog and what happens to pop up, you know, Rocky popped up. But how do you feel that a number of people name their dogs Peter Frampton? I uh, yeah, it's I I've come across that it's just Frampton they call them the dogs. I've seen a couple of yeah. the ones I've heard about anyway, mm -hmm. and they're the same people that have the Frampton number plate too on their car so <laughs> I, I i'm honored uh that that people would want to call their dog that it's funny to me it's i mean it's a nice feeling you know yeah well especially as a, a dog and animal lover so i can yeah I, can see oh, that. I am and and uh i'm getting more and more and more involved in animal shelters and helping out and cats dogs i, I love yeah. animals you know yeah and I've, I've, I already, I've, I'm fostering an elephant, but he's still in South South Africa. <laughs> he did. I mean, uh, in fact, a friend of mine and I, we were talking. We we were sending each other. Um, it's Ben Montant from the Heartbreakers. Oh yeah. And, and we're sending each other pictures of uh, elephants and how great they are with their trainers. You haven't seen a trainer in 25 years though the elephant remembers the trainer and it's like oh my you cry and, <laughs> and so i said you know ben i i really would like to get an elephant what do you think he said let me run it by the wife so <laughs> we're being in all seriousness you know and he goes um she said too much poop <laughs> <laughs> so we nixed the elephants so i got a dog <laughs> the, the next best thing the next best thing oh yeah man's best friend <laughs> well peter thank you for giving me your time i'm glad that this was your first dog related interview i know you've got a long yes. illustrious career so i'm i'm honored to uh to be the one to uh <laughs> to direct that but again thank you and everything you do for awareness with the ibm and like you said if you're going to you know steer that to some awareness towards shelters uh it's all appreciated i know they're all under a lot of duress these days yes unfortunately yeah well best of luck to you i hope to see you on your tour which takes off in greensboro north carolina which isn't too far from me and uh, runs right. through april so best intentions for you and good mojo to you in in, in everything you do we're dog friendly so <laughs> if you, anyone who has a service dog can bring the dog. That'd be so funny to see your audience with like, <laughs> got to play a dog only show. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. My pleasure, Peter. Take care of yourself. All right. You too. Wonderful. Okay.
Thank you. Thank you.